Welcome to the KLE Podcast and the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Group. This is your host, Sean Smith, and founder of the KLE Group. KLE is about Kingdom Leadership Equipping, equipping you with a kingdom mindset for leadership. So whether you are in a leadership position, aspiring to be a leader, or you are a believer, you are a leader, especially if you are influencing others. So that's what we need to be doing. The whole culture of the kingdom of God is to, in fact, be a influence into our culture, into our society, into our community, into our family. So the whole concept of um, discipleship is influence, a very, very prevalent skilled influence and that's what we need to understand is that we are called to bring and establish the kingdom of God in the earth. The focus is the kingdom and God uses the church, the called out ones to in fact implement that, to uh, be the agents of that. You and I are the agents of that influence. So we need the inspiration of the spirit of God. We need the inspiration of the word of God. We need the inspiration of the presence of God in our lives to actually uh, influence the world with that. So great to be with you again. Thank you for hopping on, uh, whether you are on replay or on the podcast, on the KLE podcast. Please hop over to um, Spotify, Google, uh, any of those places, and anchor.fm, and uh, the link will be in the comments below. And you can, in fact, then... um, Give us a like, a review, and let's get our message out there. I don't do this every day on the podcast, uh, but I um, the the messages that do, do go out on the on the podcast um, are there to inspire, to edify, to encourage, to challenge, to provoke thinking, to provoke prayer, uh, to provoke consideration etc. So we are doing both. I am doing both right now in the Facebook group and on, in, on the podcast or in the podcast as well. Um, <clears throat> the thing that I wanted to mention, and I can't remember what that was. So um, let us jump into the blueprint, the kingdom blueprint today. I think it's important that, you know, as a reminder, oh yes, that's what I wanted to say. Today is Um, leadership equipping. So, you know, again, it's just a focus on being equipped for the work of ministry. That's what the gifts are supposed to do. So I have been looking at this and this is something that just stays with me so often because this is what is often forgotten. And I'm looking at Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, and in verse, um, oh, let, let me say this. I'm not going to try and come up with something new, a new revelation, a new insight every single time. I'm going to remind you of the insights that we already have. Um, if you want to learn more about that, go and listen to the episode that Steve and I did on Friday, speaking about uh, the whole idea of coming up with something new, being the great revelator every single day or every single week. Um, So, you know, anyway, go and listen to that. But I wanted to just bring out to you again um, in Romans chapter 8, in verse 15, Paul writes here and he says, uh, 
verse 14, he says, For all who are allowing themselves, this is from the Amplified Bible, for all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. And preceding that, he's talking about following either the human nature or following the Spirit. And I, I really believe that when you, well, not just I believe, the, what the Bible is talking about is when you're following the Spirit, you're walking by faith, you're walking as a son of God, you're walking by the Spirit of God by faith. The work of the flesh is when you are out, when you're walking in law. The whole book of Romans is about law and faith, about works and grace. And we need to understand it's as simple as that. We complicate it with all the theological, you know, insights and great revelatories. But the simple fact of the matter is it is the the opposing forces of faith in the law and grace and works. That that's really what it's about. Is and Jesus came as the high priest of our faith and of grace, bringing grace to our life, whereas man, and God had to do that back back when Adam lost everything, you know, through the process of time, the law came, but man began to see the law as what sanctified them, the law and the works as what would um, justify them. And it's it doesn't work like that. We understand that from the new covenant. So in verse 14, he says, For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So the sons of God are spiritual. You are a spiritual being. You are a spirit being, spirit, soul, and body. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 23. You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. But we need to understand that we are spirit beings. First and foremost, we, we seem to lose consciousness of that fact. But we are spirit beings. And in verse 15, and as sons of God, we we live by that, by the Spirit of God who dwells in us. And when we become new creatures in Christ, we, we receive the Spirit of God within us. And His life, His nature, and His ability of, of the Father comes, the nature of the Father comes into our spirit being, into our heart, into our spirit being by the agency of His Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead. And then um, verse 15, he says, For you have not received the spirit of slavery, leading again to fear of God's judgment, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, the spirit producing sonship by which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father. And the spirit himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us that we believers are children of God or we are sons of God. Of God, um, and if we are His children, then we are His heirs also, heirs of God and joint heirs or fellow heirs with Christ, sharing His spiritual blessing and inheritance. If we indeed, if indeed we share in His suffering, so that we may also share in His glory. It's interesting. This is something that revolutionized my whole ministry, my whole life. And my whole approach to to discipleship, to working with people, to mentoring, to to spiritual being a spiritual father in the house of God, um, 
just immaturity, not the heavenly father, but yeah, anyway. So, <clears throat> topic for another time. So, he, the thing that I, that really began to shift everything for me was the simple fact that God sent his son. He didn't send a prophet. He didn't send a pastor. He didn't send a priest. He sent his son. He sent his son who then began to reflect who his father is to the world around him. He reflected and represented. He said, I do nothing that my father doesn't do. I do nothing that I don't see him doing. or I say nothing that I don't hear him saying. And he said to Philip, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And that is the whole principle of the kingdom of God. It's not to make members. We become, by the Spirit of God, we, be, we are baptized into membership as, the, as members or parts of the body of Christ. Him being the head, we being the body. But the, for the rest of it is that we are... Um, <clears throat> made to be sons of God. We're not, we're not made to be members of an organization, members of an institution. We've religiousized this whole process so much that membership becomes a big thing now. And what we want people to do is to become members of my thing as opposed to your thing. And so, you know, it's like Paul says, so, you know, when you're saying, I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos, and some even say, I'm of Christ, he says, you are human. You're just being like every mere normal human, average human, fleshly being. He says, you are more than that. That's what he's basically saying. Is like, it's not about who you are. And that, that's what we try and do is we try and gather to ourselves what we didn't purchase, what we don't, what we, we don't own, what we, we don't possess. It, it, everything belongs to the king. He possesses everything. He owns everything. He if everything he owns. And we are sons in his house. The, the thing about it is, is God sent the pattern. So God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him or receives him, to them he gave them the authority or the power, the, the word power there is authority, zushia, to become the sons of God. And so uh, we receive this right. When we accept the son and what he did, when we accept Jesus as Christ, who is now exalted to the right hand of the Father, and we receive him as our Savior, then immediately the, a miracle takes place. We are born again. We become new creatures in Christ. And we are then um, positioned in the kingdom as sons, just like the son. We spoke about this. I spoke about this a little bit with Steve on Friday. But I thought it bears repeating in its own little um, uh, sort of <laughs> teaching here today. Equipping, equipping time is just... Are you working to develop sons of God? Are you developing as a son first? And secondly, are you developing sons of God? Are you, um, you can't, you can't make anybody a son. You understand? Only Jesus does that by the spirit of God, because it's, um, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons. When did you receive that? When you received Christ into your life to be your savior and, and the Lord of your life. Just that term, 
it's a whole topic on its own again. But he says, um, the spirit producing sonship by which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father. So you can't make that the that in anybody. But that's the pattern we need to be building their sonship. We meet, need to be developing their sonship. We need to be um, seeing sons of God growing and maturing in their faith, not members of our church or our organization or our movement. We've got to get people, and that right there means that they're growing into being like Jesus, who is like his father. They need to grow into Jesus being, they, we are being conformed in Romans chapter 8. He goes on to say, being conformed, let's see where that is, in verse, um, bum, bum, bum. I'll find it for you right now. Uh, yeah, he says, he says that, um, verse 28, and we know with great confidence that God who is deeply concerned about us causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his, um, who are called according to his plan and purpose for those whom he foreknew and loved and, and chose beforehand. He also predestined, listen to this, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So you'll be, you've been predestined to be conformed to the image, conformed to the likeness of his son, Christ Jesus, so that he would be the firstborn, the most beloved and honored among many brethren. So... Um, you know, and then he goes on to say that he's he's doing the process, but the process is to be conformed to his son. In Second Corinthians chapter four, it talks about being transformed into his likeness, transformed into his likeness. So, our job as as leaders, as ministers, you know, as believers is in fact to create an environment where we're equipping, where we're maturing people to become like Christ, not like us, and to become, become representative and reflectors, representative of their Father's nature and reflectors of His glory. Hebrews chapter 1, that's what Jesus was. And so that's a continual process of growth. But I want you to see is that it's all about Growing up into him according to his plan and purpose, not according to ours. And so the whole plan, the whole blueprint is sonship. Paul says, you know, is that I lay a foundation, which is Christ Jesus. No man can lay any other foundation. In other words, the pattern of Jesus is the pattern that's got to be built. And he says, you've got to be beware that you are building according to that foundation. So um, you've got to make sure you're building according to that foundation. Somebody's ringing in on me all the time, so I'm just going to. So, so that's what I want to share with you is, is, you know, is that the pattern is sonship, Son, sons of God, not sonship to man, not sonship, sonship to our organization, not sonship to our, you know, our view. 
sonship to him. And if you're not building, if you're trying to build a ministry, you are, your focus is wrong. The kingdom pattern blueprint, the kingdom blueprint is to build the sons of God into maturity, to, to see them coming to the place of being conformed to Christ and then to be transformed into his likeness, reflecting the glory of God, representing the nature of the Father. That's what we've got to do. And I know I've repeated this a number of times, but I, I just really want to repeat this so much because this is foundationally what we're dealing with. This is the foundations. Paul says, I am a master architect, a master skill builder. And, and architects, when they go to a building site, they measure the building to see if it fits the pattern. I'm just reminding you of the pattern today. Are you building according to God's pattern? And that's the question I want to ask you. All right. So thank you for being with me today. Appreciate you hopping on this episode from wherever you are in the world. And thank you for hopping onto the live broadcast, um, whether you're watching now or on the replay. God bless you. Until next time, this is Sean saying over and out.